0: What's up? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Encroachment.
1: Welcome.
0: Um, first things first. Real talk out of the way. Yo, Sveka's peach vodka is some shit. It's awful. It's awful. It tastes like like if it was some kind of weird. You know that that weird whipped cream vodka they sell?
2: Oh, Pinnacle, right?
0: It. It tastes like that kind of nasty shit, but, like, yeah, like a gummy bear version of it. It's nasty.
2: Is that the vibe? It's doing the trick, though. In your I'm here. I'm lit. Like,
0: well, this is from CBS. It was $8. Can so I can't be liquor. too upset. But...
2: In CBS. Huh? You can buy liquor in CBS. Yes, yeah, so
0: you can buy liquor in CBS, which is open 24 hours a day. What? Mm-hmm. Some things are not terrible in the red states. Most things are, but this is great. <laughs> Although, I would trade this for legalized marijuana any day. You would what? I would trade the ability to buy liquor on 24 hours TV yes, oh. for legalized marijuana any day.
2: Yeah, Because you can stock up on liquor.
0: Indeed. Anyways, what's up with you this week?
2: Um, you know, I've just been not feeling myself. I've been feeling... I don't know. It's you know we're having those fake hurricanes come through here. I don't know if it's the weather. I don't know what it is.
0: Well, you know my sister had to evacuate, so I don't think it's that fake.
2: Um.
0: All of Hampton like, evacuated, but, but she's it, right on the water.
2: Yeah, we're not. We're gonna get some rain. It didn't even rain all day today.
0: Mm.
2: It rained after I released the squirrel I saved.
0: Which the weird puppy of your nanny's family family. brought in, basically, on its deathbed?
2: He came in. No, he came in. He wasn't coming in. I went to feed them. I went into, and then the dog was, like, not coming in. Usually, the dog is there immediately after I feed them. And it comes in with, like, something black in its mouth. And I think it's, like, a stick or something. And he drops it, and it's a squirrel. It is a yeah, baby yeah. squirrel. And then at first I'm like, Oh my god, I hope it's not dead. I hope it's still alive. I don't wanna deal with like squirrel guts. And then it wasn't alive I mean it was alive still. And then I was like, Oh shit, now this squirrel is alive and in the fucking house. Like I don't wanna do with this either. That's so <laughs> funny yeah, me answer. and this three year old. I was like, go get a box. And then I was like, hand me the broom. It was just crazy, man. He was a great assistant. He really was helpful. Although the box he got was like for an envelope. It wasn't that big. <laughs> he failed <it>. that <laughs> at That But then
0: he was pissing you because he thought the squirrel was his, right? Yeah,
2: he got mad because he thought that the dog personally went out and picked this <laughs> squirrel for him. <laughs> like It was his new pet. And so he caught it and I went to go outside and he was like, what are you doing? I'm like, we're, we're putting him back. He's like, no. That's my <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> no, no it's, it belongs outside like this is a poor animal and he's like no i named it squirrely it's gonna be mine now and i was like no it's not <laughs> no thank you and so yes. i guess squirrels like freeze when they're stressed out or go through trauma like that and i let it go and it just stood there for an hour it didn't
0: move oh and interesting i, I know that is I it got, like to play dead like
2: I don't know it's probably like a survival
0: thing to play dead so if they get attacked like they don't think that. I guess
2: so because when the dog kept dropping the dog kept like picking it up in its mouth and then I'd yell at it and then I'd drop the scroll then I'd pick it up and then drop like it was so crazy
0: It's really sad that thinking about the squirrel, like, freezing for an hour in trauma to save itself made me think of school shootings in America.
2: Oh, my Um, God. That was stressful. (laughs) What a stressful comparison. (laughs) But on that note,
0: how did you enjoy the first week of football?
2: I know. We need to lighten the mood.
1: <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> wow. Um, the first thing of football is really good. Like, I texted you earlier. It's Wednesday now, and I'm just, like, I'm bored.
0: I'm ready. I'm ready. It's the fucking Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals, two things I could care less about. Than- it's
2: a division game, at least.
0: <laughs> I mean, true. It's a division that usually has importance for me in the playoffs. So I should And Joe so Flacco
2: looked still- really good. I mean, it was against the Bills right
0: I think it was against the bills who were a fucking disaster but Joe Flacco
2: I heard one person mention one one person mentioned that Joe Flacco is back
0: also we don't call him Joe Flacco on this podcast he's Joe Flaccid that's it (laughs) that's it that's all that we're allowed to call him so
2: I don't think I've ever said the word flaccid out loud
0: yay we just (laughs) popped your flaccid cherry on live (laughs) broadcast
2: (laughs) I mean, it was good. It was, you know, it's been a long time since I've sat down at a bar and watched games that did not include my team's game. So it was very overwhelming to watch all the one o'clock games at the same time. It was like... You had them all on at the same time? Yeah, they were all on. They were, I was at a sports bar. So I was like to Patriots because of you. And then I was like, I also need to see the Giants game. And then I also need to see the Ravens game because of my bet with Sam. And then I also want to see Col- the Colts game because I want to see how Andrew We said we're
0: not calling pick. him Sam anymore, Michelle.
2: I'm calling him
0: <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Wait, did he give you any feedback on his new name?
2: I have no feedback, so maybe you need to text him personally.
0: <laughs> I don't have Big Daddy Boone's number, so. Oh. <laughs> It sounds a lot more sexual in that context, but that's not that's It not sounds hate.
1: sexual
2: all of the time and all. No. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I'm gonna let you know. <laughs> that's why I will not be saying it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 wow.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay. So what anyway, game did you focus on for this week?
2: <laughs> I don't know if you wanna go first because I have both Monday Oh yeah, and true. And meetings. I
0: said we're going to get that type of labor. We're going to start with this type of the podcast. And everyone, anyone who knows me knows that there's to take it to a stressful
2: level again.
0: Huh? <laughs> okay.
2: Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, I'm, um. <laughs> nervous, so I'm ready now. So it's about to take a there's drink. One like person... I don't have time to be depressed again. It's only seven minutes in the podcast.
0: Damn. No, no, no more depression. Well, at least not planned. Um, oh my gosh. But yes, this one player just somehow manages to get under my fucking skin mm-hmm. like the athlete's foot fungus and a toenail and Aww, it that. everything. It, that's how I feel, Michelle. I feel like he is my version of athlete. But every year football season he's around, he's itching, he's nagging me, I'm over it. I still enjoy playing the sport, but I'm ready to not talk about him anymore. And somehow I'm always seem happy to. This person's Aaron Rodgers. Hello. Um, oh my
2: gosh, he's bitching.
0: At <laughs> and so we had to. So we talk about this because if anyone who watched the game, we saw um, one of those quote unquote legendary um, Aaron Rodgers moments that had the entire sports media sucking the skin off his dick for an entire <laughs> like week.
2: Quote unquote. It was. It was a legendary moment. I
0: mean, uh, was... I, okay, fine, fine, fine. It was. Fine. It was. Whatever. It was. Um, it was a good comeback. I just feel like the drama of it all is—it's like it was fueled by narrative. Yeah. If if he went out for one, he was out for two series. He stank up the entire fucking fourth quarter. Had no answers for the Packers for the Bears defense. He came back. After two series in which Deshaun Kaiser shat the fucking bed. So it just made it look like everything is hopeless. Like, it's all terrible. And then he comes out, I'm gonna play. He walked off, so I figured he's gonna come back anyways. Like, they're like, it's the end of the season. Man, the NFL's changed forever. This is whatever. It's just all this dumb shit the commentators are saying, like spewing their guts out, like writing the RIP eulogies already. He comes back, throws for three touchdowns, whatever, comes, saves the day. The real story is that Mitchell Trubisky got in his fucking head and shat the bed internally, and the Bears' defense planned for mobile Aaron Rodgers and had no answers for not mobile Aaron Rodgers, which whatever. That's usually what you're going to get. So, I'm. it was fun to watch. Like, it was fine to watch. I was more upset about like knowing what the like what the narrative was going to be like afterwards. And I think that that's what it is. Like I don't dislike Aaron Rodgers. <sighs> I dislike fans of Aaron Rodgers that's really what it is like I don't mind watch I enjoy watching him he does stuff that like no other quarterback can do like it's magic
1: it's it's mad
0: it look and it's and even if things that are like luck. like yeah the fucking Hail Marys whatever Brady threw Hail Mary to Gronk Super Bowl it didn't work even though it was that close so like I get how that can be like oh my god moment I get it I, I, I like him I like his attitude I think he's attractive like I like Aaron Rodgers what I don't like is the narrative around Aaron Rodgers, and like how I also don't like him. Just constantly compared to Tom Brady, and which for okay. me, I like if you're this great and you like haven't won like more than a Super Bowl in this entire in your entire career, you're not allowed to be. But sp- like, just just stay yeah, out but of they, you they know sentences to involving on. Tom Brady.
2: They did have the debate on first take, um, Monday, right? Yeah. Um, if it have that has anything to do with Aaron Rodgers, or if that has to do with his coach, like the fact that you have a caliber of player like Aaron Rodgers,
0: um, I just feel like they always make excuses for Aaron Rodgers. They talk about how he has no weapons around him, yet the other season he had fucking Jordy Nelson and Devontae Adams. And, like, you can look at our team plays with the most random hodgepodge project players all the time, and yet we get no excuses. Yes. So, again, it's a narrative thing. Like, you can act like he has a terror. Everything around him is terrible. Or, like, or you can be like, okay, cool. Like, he is great. He makes a team. Maybe they, like, rely on him too much. And, like, they wouldn't do that. If I'm sure he's advocating for those kind of plays. Like, he's making that part of the scheme. Like, I just, I feel like he's, he, well, he's part of the problem. Um, well, and I, I don't d- think, huh?
2: I did come across an article. Um, about him on the ringer um, saying, like questioning his like comeback king title. Um, and it did go into statistics about how he's actually one of the worst active quarterbacks um, with a career and career fourth quarter comebacks.
1: Um, oh, wow. They define
2: that as a quarterback that has a football while trailing by one possession in the fourth quarter. Um, so he's ranked 90th overall from in all quarterbacks ever number one is Peyton Manning number two is Brady number 11 is Eli Um, <laughs> 11 is tied with Matt Stafford who had a great <laughs> showing this week um 16th is Romo 51st is Mark Brunel and 90th is is um Aaron Rodgers yeah Um, So almost every other quote-unquote great passer has outperformed Rodgers in the fourth quarter comeback. And so basically, to just summarize the article, the stats do not support it, but basically he has this title because most likely he frequently needs a million and a half things to go right in order for his comeback to work, and they do. (laughs) which he's is not again CNN.
0: it doesn't it doesn't make yeah. i just it doesn't inspire me for him i'm sorry he doesn't do it for me he's great i mean he's good to watch he's very talented he's very i personally talented.
1: love it he's not I the greatest quarterback ever him.
0: the end period I love so, like there's no conversation
2: him. i can't no we're not i'm not having that conversation i'm saying i love to watch him i will no no, no i'm saying
0: i, I agree with you. I agree with, you I agree with you watch and i'm thing. saying my issue with him is all the other shit like i like watching too. He's not the fucking greatest quarterback ever. And if you stop saying that, I would be able to enjoy him without wanting to pull my eyes out every time. Um, <laughs> so anyways, that being said, he, I I was wrapped up. I was like, yes, come back. I was happy when he came back. I thought it was good to, it was fun to watch. It was a good game. I, on the Bears side, I loved what I saw out of Mitchell Trubisky in that first half. And it wasn't like he was like, lighten it up, like. You know, whatever it just reminded me. Uh, he was big on third down. Mm-hmm. He threw some lays, some very pretty lay. There was one ball he threw over the middle that was so quick and so hard, and he stepped into it. I felt it was like a sexual experience watching him. <laughs> um, so I am really excited to see where he goes. <laughs> I am generally happy watching this like next generation of quarterbacks. I think it's a really good time to be an NFL fan right now. Like seeing him and jared goff seeing some of the terrible ones or the messy ones like james winston like i feel like we're watching nfl history right now even though the end of one of the most historic eras for quarterbacks is almost over you know what i mean yeah um so it's good um i like the game um it we- it's weird that i thought so when i re- i remember watching and thinking like wow mitch and the Blairs played so good the first half like good job they just collapsed in the, lot, in the end, which is what happened in terms of a narrative perspective, but when you looked at it, there was no passing TDs. The only rushing TD was from him, despite Jordan Howard picking up chunks and like them looking genuinely good. Um, the defense came through, so that was interesting, but even looking at the defense, like they shut Rodgers down in the first half for the most part, but the big like wow moments are really condensed to like Rodgers getting sacked that series and then getting hit again for the injury and then Deshaun Kaiser like fucking it up like shitting himself but like handing Khalil Mack the ball and then getting snatched with him the other time so when I thought when I looked at the whole thing I was like oh it's not it was a good showing but it wasn't as impressive as it felt in the moment if it made sense it was
2: a it was a low-key terrible game except for the defense except for Khalil Mack in the first half like there was nothing- it
0: just wasn't special yeah, yeah it just I don't know so it was it was interesting because I was, I was really I just want to talk about that I was really wrapped up in it I think watching it the first time and like getting pulled by the narratives and you know the narrators or the commentators or whatever but I think just reviewing it for this pod I was like oh this is not as exciting as I thought it was, but yeah yeah. So that's Bears Packers. Um so we know that just checking on Rodgers, he has a sprained knee. They're not sure gonna he's going to play. They're not sure he's going to play for Minnesota. I feel he's going to
2: I don't like, care about he's Minnesota. He's going to
0: be this What do you mean don't care about Minnesota? Kirk is on Minnesota.
2: I care about I don't give a fuck about Kirk. I do care <laughs> about week 3. Week 3 is what I'm concerned. Well, about. yes.
0: He's definitely yeah. I feel like he's definitely going to be playing week 3. Um
2: I mean, I need him to play week two, and then I need him to just, like, like restrain like it hit a, again, little right, a, a little bit. Not a lot. Just a little. Just
1: a mm-hmm, little. Mm-hmm.
2: So that way he's out for week
1: three.
2: Okay. Maybe in practice. You know, just, just a little something. Because I want to see him play. I just don't want him to put, to see him play against the Redskins. Fair enough. I would much rather see him on the bench for that
1: game.
0: Who's the <laughs> – or just, like, not, not there at all. Fine.
1: Yeah, I mean, um
0: so what, what's your game you well, first game you want to talk about because I want to get back to steelers Browns, but
2: um well I have the two Monday night games. Give me... I have the number one, these Monday night games, I don't have time for them. I really do not. Um two is a lot. I have things to do, I have to work, and um two is just unacceptable, I can't be doing this anymore. A bitch is tired. Um the ratings ha- have worn down this whole weekend from Thursday night, Monday night, and the primetime game Sunday. And I really just think it's hot outside. It's summer. Like, people have things to do. Like, we don't have time to be up until midnight watching a game. I'm sorry. I mean, and ratings are down so in
0: general because of cord cutting and people not watching live TV anyways. Everyone's fucking streaming that shit on Reddit. So. No, they're
2: actually they're actually up for the first time for the one o'clock game.
0: Oh, interesting.
2: Yeah. That's the only... So, they again supports my theory. The daytime games are fine. Everyone has nothing to do on Sunday. Everyone's chilling. I mean, except for your class, you know, I should be reading and shit, but cares? Um. But yeah, no. Nighttime is not where it's at. Like, you just can't do anything. Like, I should be doing laundry. I should be, you should be doing homework. (laughs) I should, should be, is the key
0: word. (laughs) Should be.
2: There's so many things. I should be sleeping. I should be doing so many, so many things. But I can't. Anyway, so you know, we bitched about the Jets and Lions game. I'm really thankful for you because I would have not watched this game. I wouldn't have made it, I would have fallen asleep. But because we were we were rooting against Matt Stafford for your fantasy. And I won! Game,
1: Yay.
2: Yes. <laughs> it made it it made it interesting because even though he kept throwing interceptions. I was
0: happy. Every interception was throw- like my heart down.
2: Yeah. But then it was still like your fantasy game was so close that we were like yes. I she would get back on the field and it was like it mattered even
0: though Every play mattered.
2: Every, Every play, play mattered. mattered.
0: I won that game Even when I, by like I legit five
2: I thought that the game was over in the third quarter and then it ha- another quarter pumped up and I was like fuck. <laughs> Why?
0: Yeah, that was really that was interesting so our relationship with fantasy football and regular football this weekend.
2: I mean I would I'm glad I did not again, I'm glad I didn't have it during the one o'clock games because again I got to pick teams to watch based on who I liked or who right. I wanted to right. win. Which is a very unique experience me because I haven't done that in since high school. Um this is the first time I haven't played fantasy in a while. Um but yeah, it was um yeah, Matt Stafford was terrible. It was awful. It was embarrassing. I was out of school. Like you're done. Bye. We don't want you here anymore. Um, the Jets scored in the third quarter. The Jets scored an offensive, defensive, and special teams touchdown in the span of 156 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) There's not many things I can do in 156 seconds. Like that's that's a lot. Um, Wow.
1: Um,
2: allegedly. The Jets' defense knew what plays were coming from the Lions' offense. Um, I
0: heard they knew they studied Matt Stafford's signals. Yeah. They got some stale-ass signals.
2: Yeah, their cornerback, um, Morris Claiborne, said that they this is the best week of film study he could remember. Also, they did have multiple <laughs> too. I know, that's shady. That's so <laughs> so, that's so, so shady. Best <sighs> week of film study. What a motherfucker. Um, but yeah, wow. direct quote. Um... Yeah, you know, there's a lot. was, I mean, it was a terrible game. I'm, again, thankful for your fantasy team because I would have turned that shit off. I would have turned on some reality TV or Insecure or something and watched it and went to bed.
0: I mean, so my friend also is a big Jets fan. And after Sam Darnold threw that pick six, like, I feel I think his head almost exploded (laughs) on his first play. So I actually enjoyed the game because I thought Sam Donald looked. I thought he rebounded really well from that. He did. I, know, if I had thrown a pick six on my first pass, over. I would have literally lost my fucking mind. Over. It probably had. A I mean, but back also it would have been taken out. Of like
2: the game. <laughs> at that point, Matt Stafford and him were going Topher for Topher for interception. So pick you know, <laughs> he interception. Matt Stafford does an interception. It's just like we might as well just start the whole game over. Like it wasn't really that much he had to overcome. <laughs> Like... I mean,
0: to t- true, true. <laughs> and he did, I mean, you know, a lot of the work was done by, like, the bat, like, yeah. it was a team effort in the defense. But I just liked, I liked the composure that I saw. And I thought I saw a lot of good things from that Jets offense and even more, like, special things from the defense. Like, Marsha, I mean, uh, what was, oh, Jesus Christ, what was number 22? I can't think of his name right now. Tremaine J- Johnson? Yeah. Had Marvin Jones shut
2: you did
1: yeah shut down
0: and again like i started that fantasy game my opponent only needed like 20 points total between matt stafford and marvin jones to win and he did not get them.
2: <laughs> i mean it was i don't even know i feel bad for the lions i don't really feel anything about them
0: i feel bad for matt patricia not for i lions.
2: love matt patricia and i feel I love terrible matt
0: for
2: him. but i will be there to comfort him so it's fine
0: Um, is that a preview for our later segment
2: it is a preview for our later segment interesting
0: interesting
2: um but yeah so allegedly a lot of players are very upset with him this week because you know it's his like first head coach job he has been known to be just a meticulous genius pretty much yeah. Um, and so he redid their entire training camp workouts and made all these new team rules and made them really difficult and really hard. And a lot of vets on the team are not happy with him because they just got their asses handed to them on a silver platter on primetime television.
0: Um, uh, but that. is that his fault? Y'all were the ones out there executing the game plan. I think y'all got embarrassed in execution just as much as you did in play calling.
2: I mean, it's really hard to call. How do you call a game when your quarterback throws five interceptions? I mean, like what? What do you? <laughs> I mean, No shade, but like, like what? You can't what say do that and just say no shade,
0: Michelle. You can't do that. That's shady.
2: I said it was a shade. No, it's, it's a real question. Like, like anyone out there, please let me know. I know. Like, is there? Do you have like a plan? Q for that? Like, you went through all the damn letters of the alphabet. Q, X, Y, Z. Like, what is next? Like, what do you have? <laughs> do you even ever plan for that level of shittiness? Like, what Not do you that do? many interceptions.
0: Jesus. Like, Jesus.
2: I mean, it was just, it was just, it was, yeah.
0: That's- and again, those conversations were shady as hell. And this is why back here in Rogers, people I hate people who are his fans, not him. They were like, oh, I guess Matt Stafford, you know, must have saw Aaron Rodgers come back and play. Now he feels like he's got to come out and play and win. I was like, this is this is not about Aaron Rodgers. It's about Matt Stafford shitting the fucking bed. Oh,
2: he was so (laughs) terrible. Although, let's just keep the
0: focus on this.
2: But do you like John Madden used to be so good at this, like though, when he um back in the day when the game was just unwinnable and just crazy, he would always start talking about food, like, no matter what. <laughs> oh, Kansas City Chiefs, oh, the barbecue here is great, like, like, just go on and on about fucking food, Turduncans, like, all types of dumb shit nobody cared about, but he was so fucking obvious and hilarious that it was just, like, I have nothing. Again, wh- how do you report on the fifth interception? What do you, there's, like, what do you do? You are probably Ricky the only person And the whole world that benefited from that. Like, the whole world.
0: I mean, I feel like at some point you just got to start playing, you know, clips of Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? Oh, no.
0: Wait, so we are, like, pushing time. So let's get through our last two games so we can take a break. Okay. Um, So my second game was Mm Steelers-Browns. And I just – everybody has – you know this whole. You know they got Tom Brady on Father Time watch, going to fall off the cliff. But has anyone looked at Ben Roethlisberger recently? Because it's Ben Roethlisberger. Not good. Isn't
2: good though, Ben Roethlisberger it's hasn't been the same for years. So, like, I, mean, I don't I'm... think anyone thinks that they are a, a Super Bowl contender. Like.
0: I mean, I think that they could be not because of Ben, but because of AB and I mean, Elian Bell when he was there. But really, it looks like it might have been the offensive line, anyways. But um, that and then I mean, they just. Mike Tomlin
2: hasn't even spoken to Elian Bell yet.
0: He's not coming back to that team. He is, he's no not coming back to the team. He's not coming back to the team. Where they took he? him off the depth they took him off the depth chart this week. Yeah this week's game. And they saw him they were picturing him partying in Miami. Like he is living his best life while his agent negotiates some kind of trade deal wherever he's going next.
2: I need an agent.
0: It's over. I need a fucking agent too, but that's a whole <laughs> nother story. I
2: don't know what he's gonna agent me for, me for but it's fine.
0: he's gonna do this fucking homework that's he's gonna do. Get ten percent of this grade. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I'm your agent. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, three interceptions from Roethlisberger. I mean, granted, mm-hmm. it was rainy, but it's like against the Browns and the Browns in the come up, but it's still against the Browns. Like it was, it was hard. The
2: Browns me. still haven't won a game. They literally a shit the bed on winning their first game. Like yo.
0: What, zero zero one is their most is their best record since two thousand four.
1: <laughs> it's been fourteen years.
2: Listen, I'm not. If I'm really you not lost much. the opening
0: game. Uh,
2: I cannot enjoy this tie as much as everyone else because my team had a tie last year, and it's like the dumbest, they, it's did. so dumb. <laughs> it's like it's almost worse
1: than it was I'm with the Bengals, matches.
0: right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's. It is almost worse than a loss. Like, it's just embarrassing. You're reminded of that, at least in your losses. Like, you have a whole damn category of them. And, you know, depending on how good your team is or not, like, you don't, there's so many losses, you forget which ones happen. Like, there's just a bunch of them. You might have 10, you might have 16, you might have, like, seven. But then there's that one tie at the end. And you'll always remember that (laughs) dumbass, stupid-ass
1: game.
0: (laughs) True. Um, Outside of that, Juju was a monster, five catches for 119 yards, which is both higher, more yards, and a better per catch target percentage with Antonio Brown, which I thought was very interesting. Um, We all know that I love Juju smith schuster This is a Juju podcast, and (laughs) yeah we love you so and then james connor put in fucking work 31 carrying 125 yards two touchdowns and then another 57 yards on five receptions and i just wanted to get your opinion on do you think that they miss Le'Veon bell or not i do explain I do. to me because i also read i read an article to make an argument i'm curious to what your thoughts were to see if that compared to what they were saying
2: i mean i just at this point it couldn't have been any worse it like it couldn't have been any worse And I don't – I mean, it's also a little difficult to determine for this game, number one, because it's the first game. Also, the weather was not good. Um, So, who knows what would have happened. I just think that it's the Browns, and this is a team that you basically steamrolled over in your division forever, and and it just says a lot about your team. And so, just like the Raiders losing Mac – this is going to be what most people are asking about, and this is going to affect your locker room. Like, it's just going right. to be... Right.
0: It's going to define your season. It's going to define Ex- what absolutely. the reporters ask absolutely. you, what the It already
2: is. has. Yeah. Like, it, it defines yeah. your season and overshadowed anything you could do before the season even started. Right, and right. you literally tied with the Browns. That's embarrassing.
0: Yeah, for now. That's
2: embarrassing.
0: Um. Yeah, I would agree. The article I read was saying that they actually were... So James Conner had a good night, but that's because the way that the um, Browns are playing defense is that they put more people in coverage, which is why which is why Rothbard had so many interceptions.
1: Mm-hmm. And they
0: kind of were willing to give up that middle that they wouldn't have given up to Le'Veon Bell because he would have eaten right. alive. So I definitely think that they do miss him. Whether or not... I think if he was in this game, he would, I think they would have won the game if he was in the game. Um... But I do think that James Conner is, he's proven to be a relatively effective replacement. In the meantime, it's very D'Angelo Williams from when he was out last time. I think that the offensive line deserves a lot more credit than people have been probably giving them.
2: I mean, well, they definitely made that known. <coughs> I mean, yes. Like yes, they They did tweet about
1: it. Um. They
0: did not hold their tongue. Absolutely not. <laughs> so the Last thing we want to talk about with the, well, actually two more things. So, Bell, the odds of him, they have, they have odds on where he's going to go next. If he doesn't go to the Steelers, they have the 49ers as the most likely, and then Green Bay as the second most likely. And if you had to pick one, would you want to see Le'Veon Bell.
2: I would want to see him at Green Bay.
0: I want to see him at Green Bay, too.
2: Really? Like, that's Interesting.
0: I do because I feel like That's if he's in Green like, Bay and they still don't win the Super Bowl, I don't want to hear shucking shit about Aaron Rodgers ever again. The end.
2: I just think that they would that would offer them like it would that would be so interesting to watch. Like on top of Aaron Rod, like yeah.
0: Do you, it, think, they do to you think they win? Do you think they win the Super Bowl with that?
2: I don't know. The NFC East, I feel like, has a lot of sleepers. Like it has a lot, or that not, yeah, the whole NFC, is gonna be the NFC race. is
1: tough. Yeah, tough.
2: I don't know when that happened because it used to not be that way. The NFC is be like, tough. I don't the think, I don't don't think be...
0: Green Bay and Le'Veon Bell beat the Rams. I don't think they beat the Vikings. I don't think we'll see who else.
2: But it's I don't even know if they that... beat
0: the full-throttle Saints.
2: So, the article that I mentioned earlier about Aaron kind of equated him to um, the uh, Steph Curry Golden State effect. Like, when he first started, he just outscored people so much that his comebacks seemed more glorious than they actually were. They didn't happen as often. You know what I mean? Like, basically just saying that he's a great player, but he just has these crazy moments that are just focused on. Which is actually a really good good
0: comparison.
2: That would be, like, the Not, – I'm not saying it's the equivalent of KD going to Golden State. But that's, like – that would be interesting.
0: It would be interesting. That
2: would be interesting. I, In a good But way.
0: at the same time, I think Cal Shanahan would do amazing things with Le'Veon Bell. So, I'd be happy either place – I could really Leon watch
2: Bell. the 49ers. I feel like I would be able to see him play more if he plays with Green Bay. Because they have a lot more primetime games, I think.
0: Well, and that's because it's your brother's team, too. So
2: It is my brother's team. And I love Aaron. Like, I love – I like the Packers. I really do. I do like the Packers. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Let me do this real quick. The Rams and the Raiders. I oh, like- wait. Wait,
0: wait, oh, wait. I'm I have to talk about the fucking Browns. Sorry. No, no, no. Um, okay, real quick. Three seconds. Three minutes. Um. I, the, the juice is fucking loose. Again, part two. Jarvis Landry, <laughs> that's his new nickname, according to himself, on Hard Knocks. He oh, got there blessing them. Seven passes for 106 yards. He looked great. He caught a lot of clutch throws. Um, Tyrod Taylor bored the fuck out of me. And I would have much rather have seen Baker Mayfield. I think they might have had a better chance of winning with Baker Mayfield as well. Yeah. After what I saw from that game. So, I don't really know what's going on with that decision. But, um... Yeah, that's it. Yay them for not losing their first game.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm rooting for them. I'm excited for them. But um, the Rams Raiders, I mean, it was – I wrote down notes, and it said Brandon Cooks, and I thought it said Deep Throat, but it said Deep Throat. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that doesn't make sense. I don't remember reading about that.
0: Or that could be. Oh
2: my goodness. (laughs) Um, But anyway, he was a deep threat for that game. He forced multiple pass interference penalties. I think he did um, well with that. There are three Rams interceptions. The Raiders did not look too bad the first half. Um, Also, I fell asleep the second half and it doesn't look like I missed anything because they got shut out the second half. Um, Carr for the first half was 20 for 24th, 199 yards, but he had one interception in the red zone. And then from what it looks like, he just completely was a different quarterback in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, it was a Um, a disaster. And I don't know,
2: like, what's he... And then in the press conference, he said it was the dumbest play you could ever have, like, how do you? Feel? I, I I get that you want to be a leader as a quarterback, but when you say that about yourself, like I did the dumbest play you could have ever, like maybe you shouldn't have said that out loud. Like that's one of those moments you like go home tell your wife, like.
0: But is not real leadership being able to tell the truth even when it's bad for you? That was the fucking like he played like shit the second half.
2: I don't he know. Like I shit. don't want. I don't want you to say that was the dumbest shit you could have ever done. That's a little bit like damn, like. All right, like at least just be like, I fucked up. I don't want to hear that you know you did the dumbest shit and you actually did it and lost it. Like, no, I respect it. I'm not interested. Like, no, but you know, my Bula Marshawn Lynch. Oh
0: um, my god, his high uh, school picture was adorable. I,
2: I thought it was so cute. I loved it. Um, but I mean, there's not much I don't love about him. Um, but he didn't have that good of a game. He carried the ball 11 times for 44 yards. However, his He looked great dragging, in that first
0: half though.
2: His touch on dragging those bitches across the fucking Goal line was amazing. Like, he
0: also yeah. got a really good second. He got a really good first down, like, pushing. He, like, gave someone a stiff arm and pushed them across the line. It was like near the but second But that's what
2: half. he does. Like, he's such half, yeah. an aggressive player, and I love it so much.
0: I love the aggression. And it's yeah, Mode awesome. is definitely still there. Is he as Beastload effective? I don't know. But he's still dogging bitches on the reg. So,
1: that's, oh. don't tell me
0: that. <laughs> I don't know if that was but... an all <laughs>
2: Well, I wasn't thinking about him as a football player. <laughs> oh goodness! I know.
0: <laughs> um. Wow. So, um,
2: Jay, uh, Gruden also—he's being a little shady, and I don't like him. Hmm. Because Gruden basically said that Mac didn't want to play, but you never spoke to him. So, like, you're coming in as a coach, and you never spoke to him. Like, I feel like he's trying to flip shit, but it's just not. I mean, you're old. This is social media age, man. Like, we can, we can, everyone can tell their own damn story. Like, and you're a little- yeah, I mean, everyone knows of... you
0: haven't talked, you didn't talk to him since you first right. got a job.
2: That's and when you obvious. did, you talked to him
0: about basic shit. You didn't let him know how important he was to the team. And then I you think... lost,
2: and everyone's talking about it again, just like the Steelers, because you knew that. You knew that if you were, if you lost, everyone was going to ask you about that shit. Everyone was yeah. going to ask you about Julio Math. And you lost. So don't sit there and make shit up. That's so dumb. Mac didn't want to play for us. Bullshit. Like, okay. Whatever. I'm dead now, I think. Yeah. Oh, Andy <laughs> played well. I thought that was cute. I mean, he played really well. Um, that's all. I want to see his little comeback.
0: Oh, yeah. So we definitely need to work on tightening up our game portion. <laughs>
2: I mean the other stuff will be will be
1: shorter.
0: Will it though? My team check-in is really into anyway, <laughs> um I'm just telling the viewers that this is a work in progress. We'll be refining listeners, it as we go listeners. forward.
1: Listeners.
0: We will also probably be more sober in other times.
2: <laughs> no, this week has been a rough week for
0: me. This has been a rough week for me too. So um we're gonna take a break. We're gonna drink some more to talk about our rough week, and then we'll be right back. Right, bye bye so time for some team check-ins so how did your uh, washington boys do week one
2: i was very very happy with them they are very solid and very stable um It was, I actually got to like have a conversation and enjoy the game and do other things like a normal person instead of frantically stressed out watching the TV at every single moment, (laughs) waiting for the next fuck up or anything. Like it was, it was really nice to enjoy my Sunday. Again, that has not happened for a while. Um, The run game was awesome. I love that people are referring to Adrian Peterson and Chris Thompson as Lightning and Thunder. I think it's so cute. Um, I love how this becoming
0: a new standard in the league. Like, if you don't have you a name, you like, have a you name. are like, not shit. Yeah.
2: Like, sorry. Yeah, I don't know what's
0: going on with you. Yeah.
2: Um. So the, like, I'm very yeah. Adrian Peter Peterson broke two records. His 100th touchdown. Oh. And he's 10th in overall yards now. So he had. Um, oh wow. Two big things that happened to him. He looked I really...
0: really good. He looked really fresh.
2: We're so good. I just need him to not get injured, and we're good. And, You know that fumble at the end. I wasn't a fan of, but you know, it wasn't too stressful. He need to get that, you know, wrapped up a little. We don't need all of that. We are the Redskins, so like we don't. I mean, but he's had
0: that. That's been a thing his whole career, though.
2: Yeah, forever. Um, I really, really liked that when, he, like, he knew he left opportunities on the field and yards, like, on the field, basically, that he could have done better. I like that he is still hungry and even though he's pretty much gotten universal praise for his first game back um, I really like that he still wants more I really also like that the running backs seem to all be feeding off each other like Thompson is making Peterson want to work harder Peterson's just status and and, um, accomplishments have made the running back core um, just want to work harder and learn from him so I really just like the whole dynamic that's going on there um, two of our rookie wide receivers, Trey Quinn and Cam, Cam Sims, um, had high ankle sprains. So, Cam hmm. Sims is having surgery. In the game or surgery.
0: practice injuries? In the game. Okay.
2: I think Trey Quinn was the first play, really early, or one of the two is earlier in the game. Um, but, Cam Sims is having surgery. He's being placed on IR. They just re signed Brian Quick. Um, There's absolutely no interest in Dez, even though Dez did say he wanted to play for the Patriots or Redskins on Twitter,
1: um,
2: which is funny. (laughs) Um, Crowder is still the number one receiver, wide receiver, but he is third overall after Thompson and Reed for receiving passes. Um, Yeah,
0: I was like, Thompson looked like a number one receiver that game.
2: Yes, I mean, he's definitely, um, but that's what he's really good at, so, but... Again, these people just need to stay healthy, which is stressful. Like, if Reed is out, then our wide receiver core, would like them to step up a little bit. Um, Our defense did really well. Um, They did really well preventing the run. They only allowed Johnson to have 37 yards. Um, They had good tackling. Um, They only allowed one third down to be converted all game. Um, Quentin Dunbar was awesome. He was awesome. He was great in coverage. He defended three passes. He had the one interception of the game. He was quickly reacting to the ball. Like, he was just really awesome. I'm really happy for him um, and that he's performing well. And then Alex Smith was just – he was just steady, which is what everyone wanted him to be. He showed so much poise. Like, there's, there are a couple of decisions that I was so thankful that we had him instead of Kirk just because – like, there are a couple, like, when he avoided the safety, Look, and then there I'm not no going to you
0: slander two. Kirk cousins on this podcast.
2: I mean, there are moments where Kirk would have fucked <laughs> it up. We would have gotten a safety with Kirk because he would have fucking thrown the ball away, and it would have been intentional grounding. And it would have been an automatic safety, like... There, that one, and then there's another one where it was almost intentional grounding, but Alex Smith is just so much more aware, and those are veteran moves. Like, you're not rushing to make a play. You know that it's dead. Yeah, he's always more away.
0: experienced, yeah.
2: And I was very thankful for him in those moments. That's all. I'm excited. Can't, I cannot wait until we play the Colts. It should be a good game.
0: So, what do you – do you have anything you're worried about with the Colts, anything you're particularly excited about?
2: Um, I'm always – Number one, I'm excited to see if our defense continues. I actually, I just want to see the trends continuing. I want to see the wide receivers improve. I don't think that we would be able to. I think we need more depth um, and to give Alex Smith more options, and that will always be better. But again, as long as everyone stays healthy, we have a pretty solid team that I'm not really worried too much about. Um, again, it was the Cardinals. Did Josh
0: Dotson do any better this first game?
2: Um, not really.
0: Or are you, like, closely just wrapping him up as a bust?
2: I'm kind of over him.
0: Yeah. He hasn't shown me anything I thought was interesting. None of our wide receivers
2: did anything, for real. Again, Crowder was number one, but that was after running back in a tight end. Like, I just... You guys miss Pierre Garçon.
0: You miss Pierre Garçon. We do.
2: We don't... We don't have that, that threat, like... We don't have that... He's a big... He has length, like, he is out there. Like, we just don't have it. Um And I know they really wanted Crowder to do that, but I don't. I mean, again, it's the first game. They did good. I'm not going to shit on them, but we have yeah. a hard schedule coming up, and they need to kind of... Again, I I'm very happy that they did not shut them out because I think that that would have just get, gotten their heads too big. Like, I'm happy that the Cardinals scored. I'm happy that they have something to prove. I'm happy that they have things to focus on. And, again, just, like, one game at a time, one day at a time. And I think they're really in that mindset. And I'm excited to see where
0: that goes. I'm hesitant. You know what's when funny? Said, when you were texting me that, like, oh, my God, like, I'm thinking, like, I don't want us to be this good, like, blah, 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 like, I didn't understand it. And I was like, oh, like, LOL, like, laughing with you. But my mom called me actually earlier today. And I was like, oh, like, you know, I haven't talked to you since week. And your rest teams look good on. See, there I go. I can't do it. Um, I was like, your Washington team looked good on uh, this weekend. And she was like, oh, my God, I don't want to talk about it.
2: It's stressful.
0: <laughs> and I was like, well, she was like, saying, like, we just, like, don't, like, she's, like, we look so good that we just don't want to get excited because we've been here before. We've been on, like, yeah. a two-three game streak, and then, like, it's four games of, like, absolute dog shit. <laughs>
2: this <laughs> is the first time. Do you know the Redskins control the number one seed in the NFC? <laughs> hey. Hey. For the first time since the 1991 Super Bowl champion season, championship season. I was two years old.
0: Like I said, we're ready. We're both ready for Patriots, Redskins Super I'm Bowl. I'm not. I'm not ready for the Redskins <laughs> the Super
2: Bowl. <laughs> my bank accounts are not ready. I'm.
0: <laughs> that is accurate. Um, well, let me check with my guys. So we played the Texans this week. Patriots played the Texans this week, and Tom Brady went 26-39. 67 percent of his passes completed for two hundred seventy-seven yards, three touchdowns. In one bullshit fucking interception, which <laughs> was a pass batted down the line of scrimmage that just so happened to get picked up by uh, you know, honeybacker, which is fine. Um Gronk went off seven of eight for hundred twenty-three and a touchdown. Yeah, he was he had awesome this to perfect, watch. Perfect that perfect touchdown pass in the corner in yeah. double coverage. Like I was like, This is why Gronk and Brady are unparalleled. He like, is a
2: tank. Like he is like the Marshawn Lynch equivalent of a tight end. Like he just the slams through people. Like, yeah. it's like yeah. not even, yeah. like, it's like a, they're a feather. Like, he's not even scared. It's like, okay, let me just jump five extra yards. Like,
0: I mean, there's also feet. like some moments too where like people would forget how, like, despite being so big and like, you know, Brock, yeah. like he's also very agile. So, like, he got us a first down pass once because like he just like blew past this dude and then gave him a little juke move and was open. Mm-hmm. And I think it would just, it's, you don't expect someone that big to be like that kind of quick and like. Yeah. You know, be able to move on. You know, command. I was really surprised by Philip Dorsett, who really? caught all seven of his targets. Yeah, for sixty six yards and touchdown. And it wasn't that he just performed outperformed out- Chris Hogan, which was to my shock. Also because I had Hogan on my fucking starting lineup and Dorsett on my bench, which was rough. Um, but Brady was going to him and like in plays to him in like high leverage moments in a way that like yeah. I wasn't expecting so like either that I means they have like, a really good rapport building or I mean Chris Hogan was also really well really well covered all night um in the two pass, he almost caught like that dude was basically on top of him for that one he, like wasn't even you know it was, it was insane. he did hold him earlier but that coverage was still tight um he's
2: the number one guy though that's what's gonna happen
0: yeah so and I just don't know if he can like if he has like, last season, when he was doing really well, like, Brandon Cooks was the one, like, people were going, one like, covering, really, was with their the best second corners. he
2: third option last year?
0: I mean, I think he was more of our wide receiver one in that he was getting, I mean, well, no, I would say Edelman. Well, Edelman was out last year. Um, I think he, yeah, like, he was getting a lot of looks, but I think people guarded Brandon Cooks more like the wide receiver one because yeah. he was so quick and, like, couldn't get that big playability. And then they had Gronk. So between him and Gronk, I think Hogan allowed, was allowed to, like, pick up some stuff. He was working out a spot. Like, he was doing – maybe to get that kind of – he didn't get the best coverage all the time, so he had to make plays. I yeah. wonder – I love Chris Hogan, but I just wonder if he has the, like, speed and agility to get out on number one corners. We'll see. Um, it could just be, you know, one game. He's still in my starting lineup, so I still have faith, but we'll see. Um, yeah. We lost Jeremy Hill because Gronk fumbled on that, you know, laser Brady threw down the field. And James Devlin ended up bumping into him while James was trying to make a touchdown. Uh, I mean, trying to block the touchdown. But I am surprised. I didn't expect him to do much for us this year. I mean, I thought he would be there and, you know, do something. I didn't think he'd be as good as he flashed this one game. He averaged six yards a carry. He contributed to special teams by partially blocking a punt. Like, he was just everywhere. He's making plays everywhere. So... It's sad to lose him um especially because rex Burkhead also was reportedly had a concussion today in practice so now we're out two running backs reports are that sony michelle our first round draft pick is gonna like possibly play this week despite being Ooh. still like kind of injured so i don't like that either i just we're really thin at like skill positions and like yeah yes we can use them creatively but like it's starting to get it's, it's like becoming a problem really quick yeah um we did sign Corey Coleman, who is the first round draft pick for the Browns a couple of years ago. The fact that you couldn't make the Browns, the fact that I saw you in hard knocks and you didn't look great, um, not only, like, when you were playing well, but, like, the ur- you just, like, kind of gave up halfway through practice. I know Bill's not going to go for that fucking shit. And um, just the attitude, like, apparently he, like, he was cut from the Browns because he, like, popped off on being – Asked to practice with the second team one practice, and oh, like wow. again, that's not gonna fly with Bill. Like I just don't see, I don't, I don't see how this fits in my just from what I know about the player and what I know about the organization. But I do know that we have a knack. Bill knows how to get value out of you know people he see on tape on and stuff. And yeah. after he's already been drafted, so if we can reclaim this first round draft pick for like pen- like pennies, it'll be a good move. We've definitely polished some turds before, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. But I'm not, I, I'm i not optimistic. Uh, we also signed Kenyon Barner, who's a smaller running back, really won't be able to fill Jeremy Hill's shoes in that way. But um, he will be able to run punt returns, which, so apparently that kid who, it, uh, what was it? Fair caught the ball on the six yard line. <laughs> and then like muffed another point later. Aww. Cut his ass.
1: I mean they'll cut him yeah.
0: after one bad game like, you got to go. Get the fuck I'm not out surprised.
2: Oh, go. the sorry, the Redskins placed Trey Quinn on IR2. Interesting. Now both of them are on.
0: Oh it. shit.
2: Lovely. Sorry.
0: Yeah, we put No, no. Yeah, yes. yeah. That shit's crazy. Um so I was happy with how he played against one of the top defenses on paper in our first week yeah. being down a key player and actually, a couple of key players. So, I, I like to I liked performance on both sides of the ball, too. We kept Deshaun Watson pretty much in check. Um, as far as looking ahead, I... We're playing the Jags.
2: Oh, that'll be good.
0: It'll be a good game. It'll be a really good game to watch. It's the 4 o'clock game. Oh, perfect timing, too. Not
2: be tired. Um,
0: I like that Gronk's already talking about how he's like, I know I gotta keep my composure with the trash talk. Like, it's going to be good. I'm ready for that matchup. After everything Jalen actually said about him. Again, we talked to Rex or Burkhead being also concerned about that, especially because one of the things I liked about what we did against the Texans, we were playing, I mean, which I said earlier in podcasting, we were playing running backs, like wide receivers, like putting them, spreading them out and putting them lining them up that way, running two halfbacks instead of like a fullback halfback. We had the half, fullback catching passes. Like we've always done these things and we just done it and we did it in a more, explicit way obviously to match yeah. for the lack of wide receivers we have right now and it worked mm-hmm. um but i think it only worked because of the personnel we had like rex burke right. um james white so it's it'll be interesting to see without him there um but so i was concerned at first my friend though sent me a tw- uh, twitter thread from warren sharp who is at sharp football on twitter And he did an interesting breakdown of the Jaguars' passing defense leading into the Mm -hmm. playoffs last year. And so apparently, we all know their pass defense is insane. Like we had, we you know we won the game in the playoffs, but it wasn't easy in the playoffs. But we found that despite being top flight, like in terms of number one, only allowing thirty nine percent success plays against against uh, personnel with three wide receiver sets he found that when you go again, when you play less than, when you play one or two wide receiver sets, they Mm -hmm. completely drop below mediocre in terms of ability to
1: defend
0: based on the personnel package they have to put out. So, like, they have really good like corners who can, like, who are good at covering um, wide receivers, but I don't think they have the linebackers who can match up in that way um, on bigger sets. Um, And the difference is, like, kind of insane. So, On 3 Plus wide receiver were they were number one at defending in terms of success rate. They only allowed 39% to go through. They were number one at yards per attempt, only allowing five yards per pass. And they held quarterbacks to a 59 passer rating, which is incredibly low. And when you go to one to two wide receivers, they go to number 23 in success rate, allowing 55%. Number 28 out of 32 in yards per attempt, almost 10 yards per pass in a 100 passer rating um which is like middle of the pack so and mm-hmm. the things i was worried about for our team the fact that we're down on wide outs we might not be able to put out those you know running backs as wide receiver sets this actually kind of plays to our weaknesses right now because we can go out with we are only we only have two starting wide receivers hogan and dorsett and then we can have yeah. our backs our full backs double tight ends like triple tight like I see a lot of creative creative options for us to beat this team using that. Mm-hmm. So that thread made me a lot, uh, in the data analysis that was linked to the thread made me a lot more confident. I knew, I figured we, I felt like we were going to win anyways, even though I think some predictions I was losing. But I um, feel a lot more confident heading into this week uh, to good. close off my team check-in segment. I need Meek Mill to stay the fuck away from my boys. That's it. Just <laughs> don't. Just why? Get out of New England. No one wants you. No one likes you. We still smell the stench of that fucking L. Drake head you've run out with. But they made up. They I made don't up care. I don't care. It's embarrassing. Trigger fingers still turn the fucking Twitter fingers no matter how much, you know, I mean, you I... like. Well, Cardi B has the trigger fingers. What about Nikki? <laughs> Nikki is, oh, that was so... I saw today, like, the details of the first time. She threw a shoe at this bitch at a fashion show. I'm yeah. dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. And then Nikki tried to get on the radio and say, I won because, like, I have a radio show. No, does bitch. No, you bitch. You No. Hid. Did your album even sell more than Cardi's album? I don't think so.
2: And she sold, like, she had the Tom Ford lipstick. The next sold year, out in the day. In 24 hours. So no one gives a fuck. Like, no one cares. No one cares sorry Nikki. Nobody Nikki cares. is
0: dead. Her career is over. It's a wrap. Take rap. your
2: dumbass radio show. You yell. I, have you listened to it? Queen Radio? No, I I've listen. Listen.
0: no. I've listened to Queen Radio. I've listened to her album. Nikki is so uninteresting to me on her own. I love yeah. her. Things are Ariana Grande. I love her on her cameos like a monster. I love Anaconda but that's really because it's a remix but of an older song. Yeah like yeah. I just don't like her by herself and I, I just I don't think I'm gonna miss her when she's gone. <laughs> I think she's yeah. gone, and like, I mean, for the most part, yeah. And it'll be really interesting when we look back on history and people still remember Little Kim and are like, Nikki, what, who, Minaj? Oh, okay, yeah. So, long live the real queen bee. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's yeah, two segments. So we should, take, should we take a break now and then come back with encroachment or? Yeah, Yeah,
2: let's do that because then we okay. can just knock the rest out.
0: Yeah. Yo.
2: What's up?
0: Okay. So quick Cowboys recap so we can move on from that. They're America's team, your favorite team. We love them, but we really don't. And it's an obligation. The defense, it's an obligation. The defense looked fine, but they didn't give the, the ball enough.
2: Only 15 times. It was terrible. That was so stupid. I don't understand.
0: They're going to probably be a near 0.5, 0.5 team this week, this year, and no one's going to care about them.
2: I'm okay because that means we're higher than them,
0: hopefully. <laughs> I, I feel, I mean, game one which is again a small sample size I just have a lot more confidence moving forward and you guys then that Dallas offensive line looked different.
2: terrible And
0: yeah I don't think it's I just I don't know I don't know what their identity looks like but we'll see moving forward. So from that encroachment time and I want to do something fun so I decided that we should rank the top five sexiest head coaches in the NFL. For each of us. And I feel like we should go from five to one, right? Like build the suspense.
2: Yeah, I'm ready.
0: And I feel like you should go first since like you fucking cheated and know mine already, anyways.
2: (laughs) I forgot yours. I'm also sending you pictures with mine because I kept mine a secret. My number five is Anthony Lynn.
0: Oh, interesting from the Chargers. Yeah. Okay, I did not see that. He looks a little bit alien to me, but...
2: No, the beard he reminds me of the dude off um, Real Housewives of Orange County. The one that you see married to Cynthia. Either.
0: I do like the gray beard yeah. thing, though. And it works for me.
2: When he's, like, smiling and trying too hard, like, his stock pictures are not cute. But his, like, real-life pictures and in real life, he is very cute.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm looking at one of him, like, on the field, and he looks much yes. better, yeah.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. okay. I can take his nice teeth, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so that's 5
2: Your number five?
0: So my number five is Sean McVay.
1: Ah.
0: And he's number five for a couple of reasons. One, he's, like, the youngest head coach in the NFL, so I feel like it was kind of a cop-out. Um... But youth is not equal beauty. So, you know, we're more progressive now in this podcast. And on top of that, I feel like he also just looks like some, you know, some like weird, uh, like Jersey Shore kind of like reject a little bit despite being muscly and like kind of cute. So like, I want, I know he's attractive, but he like, I don't know if he like does it for me, for me, but I felt bad. I feel like I couldn't do this list without him being on it. So that's why he's number
1: five.
0: Okay. Um, The the sexiest thing about him though is his memory. Have you seen the like clips they do, like interviewing him about random things from games he coached? Yeah. And like, just the degree to which he nails the details. Like, I honestly watched the Bleacher Report video of him um, recounting games from being a Rams coach and from back in his Redskins days a couple years ago. And just it just I yeah it was I I was turned on. He's
2: short though, so he's not like. He's only five. I know,
0: I know, I know, but
2: he's, but not he's like, like also like, really built. He is. I yeah. He's not like. Yeah, he has this little height thing going, like not going for him, I guess. But yeah, okay, that's your. It's But
0: card. I can see he has Napoleon complex for so sure. I bet.
2: Okay, my number. My number four, is Sean McDermott from the Bills.
0: Ew! Interesting. He's cute. Tell me
2: more. What? Sean
0: McDermott?
2: Yeah, look at him. He's like, I think he's cute. I'm feeling the bald head and the eye. Like, I think he's cute. I do.
0: Oh, interesting. He,
2: does. he looks
0: like one of the... He looks like a pedophile from SVU.
2: OMG. <laughs> I don't think He does think have he nice bro- Oh. He looks yeah, nice, wow. and in his he's little so cool. suit, like, I like him a lot.
0: He's also got, I don't know if he has a good bald head, boo. He's also mistaken. He, does. he doesn't have the no eyebrows to pull off the bald head.
2: He does not look good in the Bills uniform, but I don't think anyone does, so that doesn't count. Fair. But in, that, is, that is because That blue and is red accurate. is terrible.
1: <laughs> but is in the
2: non-blue bright and bright red things, he looks really good. Okay. Okay
0: my number four is kyle shanahan i knew you'd pick him and i mean he's just so adorable he looks like one of those like really like those boys who was a real nerd back in high school
1: I but guess. then ended
0: up like getting one of those like computer programming jobs and is like really stable and it's gonna treat you right and like knows how to cook he does not um, look like that he looks not-
2: like a fuck boy
0: he does not look like a fuck boy. This is blasphemy. He does. I won't. I won't do it. I can't. You have no. a lot of
2: ex Redskins coaches.
0: That is very interesting.
2: Mm, interesting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I see. Where there, are
0: no, don't work. there are no. Don't worry. There are no coaches on this podcast on this uh, <clears throat> list. But uh, really, that's interesting. Uh, no, there's none. Well, we couldn't do assistant coaches. So, although even then, yeah, I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know if they would have made it. Maybe like position coaches. Like, I think Steve Beltrick's sounding cute in a fuckboy way. But yeah, I really think Kyle Shanahan looks like a good guy. I, I don't, don't know. like him. No, I feel. Hmm, fair no. enough. So yeah, that's my number four. My
2: mic three is Mike Tomlin.
0: Mike Tomlin looks like. He looks like someone I know. He
2: looks like Omar <laughs> Epps. Like, he looks. I think he's attractive. Oh,
0: I can see that. Actually, I his hairline see that. He looks is like nice. More, he
2: looks nice in a hat. He looks the like more
0: real, masculine Omar Epps. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. him. Okay, I can. He's I can also my aged comments. really
2: well. He also looks the same. You know what I mean? He,
0: he's he's forty six. He's pretty young.
2: But I feel like I've been watching him forever.
0: So do I. Yeah. How long's it with the Steelers? What, a decade? Uh, since 2007. Less yeah, years.
2: that's terrible, since I graduated high
0: school. <laughs> wow, that's so we have been literally hearing about them friends. Yeah, a so long-ass so time. time. <laughs> She's our oldest dirt.
2: Okay, so that's my first yeah, year. Been supposed since year the second three. year,
0: okay. So my number three is John Harbaugh?
2: Ew, I knew you were gonna pick him too. <laughs> Ew, he looks like such a creepy white man.
0: You know, I love me some creepy white men.
2: Okay, but you said Sean German me... looks like a pedophile.
0: He pedophile vibes, he gives me like Wall Street pervert vibes, and like I'm okay with that. Pedophilia and Wall Street perverts are very different. Um. So, yeah, and it's, like, something, he just, he has an earnestness about him. There's, like, a a musculature that's appealing to me. Like, he's not, like, super fit, but he's, like, not, like, super soft either. I, yeah, he just is, like, right in that sweet spot for me, I think, in every, in every aspect. I like him. His brother's also crazy, so I think I have fun at, like, our, like, family dinners.
2: I don't like any of your choices. J.K., like <laughs> a
0: couple of them. <laughs> so, who's your number two?
2: My number two is Sean McVay. Because he was my number one. Oh, but interesting. I, yeah. Okay. I, couldn't, I couldn't have him be my number one. I wanted to shake it up a little bit.
0: So, why should he number two?
2: Because he is the most attractive, but, like...
0: Do we... do? We, is it just because he's the youngest? Is that...
2: No, he is attractive, okay like he has nice eyes I don't his find attractive. Is he nice. does have nice eyes I do he does he does his hair, nice. like he has it all going for him he really does like he has a nice body he he's is got attractive. that
0: bank account too yes
2: he does and he's he's yeah um all right, who's your number two?
0: This is weird now that you brought up the whole reskins coach thing. But my no. number is Jake Bruden. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, what? Three out of four so far. That's
2: crazy.
0: You know, I love, me you rest... know I love me some Jake. You know I've loved Jake Bruden. I know Stein. that was coming. He is like my little NFL teddy bear. Oh. I love all of it. So much. I love,
2: Ew. It. Ew.
0: I love it. I will cuddle with him all day. I make him eggs butt ass naked. Like I'm ready to be there for Jay Gruden for whatever he needs. And his brother's you... di- his brother's also insane. And again, I would enjoy the family dinners.
2: <laughs> are you ready for um
0: You're number one?
2: Wow, three out of
0: five red that's a that's a problem. That's interesting. What? Okay, I was just thinking three out of five are risky. That's that's interesting.
2: Yeah, that is a little
0: weird. Um, okay, yeah, you're number one.
2: My number one is Matt Patricia. Your number one is Matt Patricia? I love Matt Patricia. I don't know why. I love him. Like, I would take care of him. I would cancel his ugly ass wife, like, cancel the kids. I, I didn't
1: even know he's married. married.
2: I will comfort him in his loss. Like, I, there's something about him. I don't know if it's the beard, the hat. Like, I just, I, I love it. I oh, love Michelle, him. she's
0: not cute.
2: I told you, she is not cute at all.
0: Wow.
2: I know. I think he is Matt I, Patricia is him.
0: really cute in the face.
2: Oh, I love the whole thing. I love the thickness. I love the scruffiness. Like, I love him. I'm here for all of Matt Patricia
0: okay it's nothing to do with your sister's name either right
2: no that's disgusting
0: (laughs) that is kind of gross i'm so why
2: would you say that out loud oh
0: because i'm wasted that's why um it just came to my head yeah well anyways that's it yeah i was surprised by your entire list nobody i thought who was going to be on it was on it and like where they were i was also surprised by that too
2: who did you think was going to be on it? Wait, who's your number one?
0: Okay, my number one is Matt Nagy, the Chicago Bears head coach.
2: So he was on my top ten.
0: He's so hot, like he's the perfect he... bald head, the gray is where no. he. He's like muscly. He's like young enough. Like I want. Like I just. I like. In no, the way he looks that like I want the want villain to, villain like, off with Jake romantically. I want to like be with Matt Natty's sexual. No. Like, I want Matt Natty's no. body. He looks part. like the villain off Despicable Me. I can't deal with it. I've never seen that movie. Now I need to Google it. Despicable Me Villain. It, the first one? There's three of them apparently. Jesus Christ.
2: It's the guy.
0: You mean the little he does he does not. That's so fucking rude. <laughs> You are disrespectful.
2: That's what he reminds me of when I see no,
0: him. No. No, Matt He's Nagy is hot. Matt Nagy could no. be like James Bond.
2: No. Ew. No.
0: Yes. He yes. yes. could have it all. I would bust it wide open for Matt Nagy.
2: No, that's disgusting.
0: But yeah, so I thought who's going to be... Who I think they going to be on your list? I thought that... I thought Mike Tomlin was going to be on that, so I was right about Mike Tomlin. I didn't expect Sean McVay. I thought you would also have John Harbaugh, actually. No. Um, yeah, who else did I think? I thought you'd have Dan Quinn.
2: John Harbaugh made it on my top 10. So I, I narrowed it down to 10, and then I ranked them, and then, and then like, gave them a... Yeah. So John Harbaugh was on my top 10. Dan mm. Quinn
0: was on my top 10. Okay, so I had people in your top 10, just not the 10. Because I thought Matt Nagy would also yeah. be in your top five, but yeah, it was a top 10.
2: Matt Nagy was in my top 10, but he okay. couldn't. He, just... he didn't break the... Yeah, Dan Quinn is just like a little old-ish, on the old-ish side. Like,
0: yeah. I, I could Five that. years
2: ago, yes, he would have been on the top five. But he's a little old man looking at the face now.
0: I almost picked Bill Belichick just because I'm attracted to success. Ew. But I just was like, not nah, there's not enough success in the world. It's just not. Um, yeah, were right. any surprises on my list?
2: No, I could have picked your list myself.
0: Wow, okay, thank you. Um, to <laughs> to close out the episode, not the first
2: one, not, not Matt Nagy, but I could have picked out their the points. rest of I knew they were going to be on there. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. I feel like you definitely would have guessed Kyle Shanahan and Jake Gruden.
2: Kyle Shan-, Kyle Shan. I hear about them all the time. Yeah. God, they're so Literally, hot. when I saw John Harborough's picture, I was like, Ricky would love him. Like, that <laughs> went through my brain first.
0: Yep. He's so hot. So, wait, who's your winner for the week? What? Winners and losers. Who's your winner for the week?
2: Um. So, my winner from the week... <laughs> I picked two because you're gonna hate my first one. My first one is Aaron.
0: <laughs> I bet it is. I you know what? It's fine.
2: But my then I amended it, and it spits magic in the house.
0: Really? He almost he, killed he, me in fantasy single-handedly. I had same. I know, but I don't got have a him minus in
2: nine, and he was amazing. He was amazing.
0: He lifted him up. Game. He lit them up. Yeah, he did. Alright, like who's your coach, winner? Huh? That coach is gonna be embarrassed because he was like, Fitz magic is back. When they bomb next week, it's gonna be really sad. I know for he's, them.
2: Not he's, he not, really, he's not consistent. He not, reminds he's not. me of what the Redskins used to be. He is like
0: no.
2: Jason Campbell, Patrick Ramsey, era Redskins.
0: Yeah. My winner for the week is Broadway Sam Darnold. Um, <laughs> because again, like Having – I'm telling you, I just have so much respect for that because I know – like, you know I have panic attacks. Like, if I had thrown a pick six on national television for my first pass ever, there is – like, I would have had a mental breakdown. A hundred percent. Yeah. And the fact that he, like, held it together, was, like, smiling. Like, they won the game. They threw up mad fucking points. Like, it just – I like, his team rallied around like, him. I thought it was – Amazing. I it was amazing. And it also made me realize how hot Jackson County is. So, yeah, Sam Darnold wins this week. Are a loser? So,
2: my, loser, my losers, well, one was Matt Stafford. I mean, absolutely.
0: That was a terrible game.
1: <laughs>
2: but the overall losers um, were all of the new NFL coaches because every single one of them lost.
1: Every I heard, heard that
2: your NFL coach lost. Matt Patricia and the Lions, Gruden and the Raiders, Nagy and the Bears, Reich and the Colts, Schumer and the Giants, Rabel and the Titans, and Wilkes and the Cardinals.
0: Damn.
2: All fucking L. That's rough.
0: That's rough. That is rough. My loser of the week is Max motherfucking Kellerman. Because (laughs) game one was supposed to be the cliff. And I texted you and I was like, watch, watch. And you know what? Honestly, I, I almost made him my winner of the week. And I was going to winner of the week because I listened to his spin on this. And while he tap danced like Fred Astaire, just like Steven A. Smith says, he, he did. All the fucking he tap danced. Oh, he did. Like I've never seen in my entire fucking life. Right, so but. I respected the fact that, like, he because I when when it happened when the game happened, I Texas, I was like, Michelle, watch. He's gonna say Brady fell off the cliff because last year they played Texans, he had five TDs, no interceptions. This year it was three and one interception. You like, It was Bullshit. And I thought he would use that to like uphold his little dumb argument, but he actually admitted he was wrong, but right in a weird way because he can't say he's wrong. But... Kind
2: of. He made up that dumb shit about how. There's nothing for anyone to compare it to, and every game yeah. he plays is making new, it's hi- another, like shuts
0: right, up. Like, right, so like he yeah.
2: is, it's but, new history being made, like yes. it's new benchmarks. Like, okay, Josh, you were wrong. Can we just say that he That's was so wrong? He was wrong.
0: So he loses because he was wrong. But in some ways, I respect how the way he handled being wrong, because he could have done it much worse. There was an easy option to take, and he didn't. So. Yes, that is why he loses this week. There's no fucking cliff. It's over. Shut the fuck up. No one's here anymore. The end. Yeah. So, good night, guys, and gals, and All people right. broadly. Bye.